What is going on, guys? Welcome or welcome back to the My Three Cents podcast. Y'all, I hope you guys had an amazing Thanksgiving. I am so grateful that I pre-recorded two episodes when I did because the last couple weeks I have spent it being deep in the ick, okay? Deep in the ickness, the sickness, and the snot, and the coughing, and the ear infections, and my husband being sick. And I hope that my voice sounds way more normal to you guys. To me, I feel like I still sound a little bit froggy, but I am on fire today, and I have to come in here and do a drop. So if, if by chance I am sounding a little bit rough, I urge, I beg, I plead that you hang with me because I have a whole lot and a half to say. Um, But I will say that the last time I came in here and dropped an episode and recorded this brain dump for you guys on a challenge kickoff day, it was one of my most powerful and most epic, epic, epic episodes ever. It was so good. And I will tell you what, nothing gets in my good vibe quite like kicking off a challenge. It is one of my favorite things. The first day or the day of recommitment to your goals, especially in one-on-one coaching, that also gives me this fire. But there's not too many things in my life that give me this level of fire other than kicking off a challenge. I think it's a commitment from the women that are in the group that they are showing up, that they are challenging themselves, that they are stepping up. And it's so fun that I get to lead that energy. It is so, makes me feel like the Energizer Bunny, which is why I'm coming in here and I'm giving you my whole three cents. It's going to be more like my five cents today. And today's topic is five things in my health and fitness journey that I would literally never do. Five things I would never do. This was a topic on TikTok, I think over the summer. And I loved this conversation because I, I saw this from the perspective of like dentists and doctors and mechanics and all of these different types of people with all of these different backgrounds. And for me to add to this as a health and nutrition coach, there's five things on a post-it note in front of me that I would never do in my health and fitness journey. And if I can help save you some time, money, and energy from you bypassing these, that is exactly what I want to do. But the first thing that I would never do is I would never do anything for a day or for a week that I can't do for a year. Let me say that again. I would never do anything for a day or a week for a short period of time that I can't do for a year. I think one of the easiest places I see women consistently getting frustrated, getting tripped up and getting all like muddied in their health and fitness journey is that they are always looking at short-term commitment, short-term spurt, 75-day hard, 30-day challenge, this and that and the other. And it's all of these short bursts of like really hyper-focused energy. And it feels like we're doing something really powerful in the moment. And we are, but... I think that there seems to be a lack of like future casting and when those short-term decisions are made of like, can I actually keep this up for more than that day, more than that week, more than that month? Like, can I keep this pace for a year? Y'all, next time you commit to something for your health and fitness, I want you to ask yourself the question of, do I have the opportunity or like, do I have the ability rather, do I have the ability to commit to this pace for an entire year? Because here's the thing, when we are going from short-term burst to short-term burst to short-term burst to short-term burst, and it's 100% foot on the gas, 
we have to realize that that's not sustainable and the only way success comes is through sustainability. Y'all, I would much rather you never give me 100%, never give me 110%, but give me 80% over and over and over and over and over again. I can give 80% of my best effort to my health and fitness goals every single day for a year. I can absolutely give 80%. I cannot do 100%. So I'm not going to focus on 100% in methods. Does that make sense? Man, I think even just look back at my background, look at my prep days, look at my bodybuilding days. That was not a sustainable lifestyle for me. That was not. And I'm going to argue it's not really sustainable for everybody. It's really a short-term situation, a couple months, a couple years. It's never something that's like a a long-term vision. So if I can save you some heartache, I hope that you take this to heart. Don't do anything for a short period of time that you couldn't do for a long period of time. Example A, holiday habits challenge kicked off today. What we are focusing on are six foundational habits, up to six. The women in this challenge get to decide how many they're focusing on. I challenge them at least two to three, but six is the cap. And it's things like 100 grams of protein, having a daily walk or a workout, eating three meals a day, like literally having breakfast. The reason why it might feel really, really simple, especially for the women participating in this challenge, it might feel really, really simple and that it's not much of a challenge at all. That's the whole reason why it works because this is not designed to just be four weeks. It's designed to be a recentering, a refocusing, and really setting the tone for life. If you can't do it for a year, don't do it for a day, okay? Number two, I would never accept advice from people who are not in the place that I want to be in, who have not done the thing that I want to do. Y'all, I love mentorship. I love support. If you know me, you know I love to invest in myself, in my education, in my growth. What I will not do is I will not invest my money. Money is energy. I'm not going to invest my energy and my time into any mentorship, especially whenever it comes to like business mentorship. Let's use that for example. I'm not going to ask somebody who's never built a nutrition coaching business for advice on building a nutrition coaching business. If I did, that would be really stupid (laughs) because they don't know. And that's no shame to them. But if I'm getting misinformation because I'm asking the wrong people, that's actually my fault. It's actually my responsibility to take. And what I see so often happening, especially with health and fitness, is I'm taking advice from my great aunt Sally, who has lost and gained the same 50 pounds, hand over fist, five years, every five years, she's either on the high end or the low end of the spectrum. But whenever it comes to dieting, I'm going to ask her what she thinks I should do. I'm going to ask her about this nutrition coach. I'm going to ask her. Y'all, if there are people that are not living in the level of success or the level of health or the level of consistency or on the level period that you desire to be on, y'all, can we just please stop asking them for advice? Please. Don't ask people for advice when they have not done the thing that you want to do. That one is super, super simple, okay? Now, number three, a thing I would never do is be foggy, okay? Be foggy. What does this mean? This means I would never just say, I want to be healthy, I want to lose weight. No. Okay? No. I want to be abundantly clear with every single thing that I do. Why? 
because clarity increases our success, okay? I want to be so clear on what I want that it's impossible to not get that thing. I talk to women every single week, every single week, multiple times a week about their goals. Where do they want to be? What is the difference in between where they're at and where they want to go? What's the difference? And so often, one of the largest things that is separating them from being the human and being in the place they desire to be is clarity. Clarity is absolute magic. Clarity is a 777 on the jackpot. Clarity is absolutely standing ovation, okay? Clarity gives you the things that you desire. When you are unclear, you don't land in the direction that you want to land, okay? I love to always use the example of traveling whenever we're talking about being clear on our goals because here's what I know. Just about everybody on the planet has driven a car or driven a thing before, okay? And we all know all too well that if we want to get in our car and go to Disneyland, we need to get in our car, plug in the GPS destination, Disneyland, California, Disney World, somewhere in Orlando. And with that destination entered, it allows us to guaranteed go from point A, where we're starting, probably our driveway, to point B, the destination, which is Disneyland, Disney World, the desired outcome. But here's the thing, for us to get from where we live to where we want a vacation, we have to know with clarity where we're starting and where we want to go. We enter those in and beep, boop, pop, boop, clarity and direction comes in. Y'all, this is you on your health and fitness journey. If you get in the car and you say, I want to go to Disney World. I want to go to Disneyland. I want to go X, Y, Z. I'm going to go here. And then you just start driving. You're like, okay, all right. So I live up north and I know that Disneyland is in California somewhere. I don't really know where exactly in California. Um, I think it's in Southern California. Okay, I'm just going to get on the highway and I know that I'm just going to drive and I'm just going to start getting closer to it. And then whenever I start seeing signs for, you know, going out west in California, I'm just going to like start driving and I'll figure it out along the way. You want to know how maddening it would be to literally do that in a car? I don't even know if I would ever be able to find Disneyland. If I got in my car right now and said I'm going to Disneyland and I'm not using my GPS and I don't have that clarity and direction, I don't have the exact destination that I'm going to, I don't have that clarity. Yo, what are the odds that you think I'm actually going to get there? And then also, what are the odds that you think I'm actually going to get there on any time frame that I want? Extremely basement level low. Like so low, it's crazy. But y'all, whenever we put this in our health and fitness perspective, I hope this is starting to click. Like if you tell yourself you just want to eat healthy, you just want to lose weight, and so you're just going to start trying some stuff. I will tell you, messy action is always better than no action. A million percent of the time. But y'all, if you are frustrated because you're not making the results that you want to make, you're not seeing the success that you want to you see, you're not doing the things with clarity, y'all, it's your fault at the end of the day because you were foggy that you're not where you want to be. Without having clarity, we can't have direction. Without direction, we're not getting to our desired result. We're not getting to Disneyland. We're not getting to 50 pounds down. 
It just doesn't work like that. I will tell you time and time again until I'm blue in the face and six feet under, truly, the women who have a plan and have a strategy, period, in their health and fitness, even if it's a strategy that kind of sucks, they're going to get there 100% of the time more than the people that don't have strategy. Strategy, clarity, direction keeps us focused, keeps us on base, gives us that absolute turn-by-turn direction to get us from where we're at to where we want to be. I would never be foggy on my goals. Never be foggy. Fogginess kills, truly. Number four, I would never sacrifice my joy. Sacrifice my joy is what my post-it note says, but I want to expound on that a little bit because I have lived in many seasons of my fitness journey. If you are in a season of your fitness journey where it's awesome, where it sucks, where you're making big results, little results, where you're frustrated, where you're in between, whatever, I can guarantee you that I've been there or somewhere very similar to that. I have seen every end of the spectrum and in between on my fitness journey. I truly believe one of the reasons why I'm a great coach is because I did it so wrong on my own for so long. And I'm so close to it. I understand what that was like. But also, man alive, I have lived through deep seasons of sacrificing my entire life for health and fitness. There were years of my life where I would hit my macros to the zero gram in carbs, fat, and protein every single day. Y'all, I have spreadsheets and spreadsheets of months and days and weeks of exactly what I ate of how much I weighed everything, no cheat bites. I think the longest time I ever went without missing a day of tracking, being off my macros or taking like a sneaky bite of food, I think it was nine months. And inside that, I missed one workout. And it wasn't even a workout that was anything other than like a cardio session, if I remember correctly. It was, I was on a six-day split at that, at that period of time, and I missed one Saturday in nine months. When I tell you the level of sacrifice that I have lived, That is a level that I do not desire to be at. It taught me a lot, but mainly in this stage of my life, it taught me that I don't want to live like that anymore. And it taught me that living like that, I was doing it with the best of intentions, but I was actually not having a very joyful experience in my life. I wasn't really filled with joy at all. I was way too hard on the sacrificing end of the spectrum. I was way too far on that side of the pendulum. And whenever it comes to me being successful in my life and being filled with joy, physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, in my home, the love in my house, y'all, it does not come from that level of sacrifice. Never would I ever sacrifice my joy in my life for results. It is not worth it to me. But what I also want to clarify here is anything that is worth having is going to be an intentional choice. And sometimes intentional actions mean that we have to and that we get to be really strategic with our priorities. And sometimes this means that we do choose. We make a choice. Sometimes we do sacrifice 20 more minutes of sleep or getting grilled chicken instead of fried chicken. The sacrifices don't have to be world-altering. They don't have to be enormous. They can be little. I'm fine with that. What I'm not fine with is setting an example in my home for my children that health and fitness should be so based on sacrifice 
that you literally won't even eat, won't even eat a singular French fry because you're so worried about your macros. That is so truly not what I'm about anymore. Never would I ever do that again. Then the last thing is I would never purchase products over a process. I would never purchase a product over a process. Y'all, there's so much emphasis on supplements, on Octavia food, on this diet thing. Y'all, I will tell you, I want to stab my ears out if I hear one more flipping thing about Bloom Greens. What are they even? Do y'all even know what is in them? Do y'all even care? Are we just buying them because fit influencers or, or people that are really pretty and skinny are promoting them? Why are we doing this? Y'all stop looking to products to fix problems that you either don't have or treat things that aren't even the issue. Y'all, 99% of y'all don't need supplements that you're buying. Y'all need consistency in the process. Y'all need to be focusing on the consistency. You need to be doing the dang thing. Absolutely do we not need another supplement to take four times and then sit in your cabin and rot because you don't like the taste of it. Y'all, supplements are not a fix-all. They truly are not. A lot of supplements are absolute crap. I saw something on TikTok, randomly enough. Y'all know I love TikTok. But I saw something on TikTok not too long ago. It's in the last few days. So maybe some of you guys have seen this as well on your For You page. But it was about this study that this university, I believe, did where they took 30 supplements off of Amazon and tested their ingredients against what the nutrition fact label said. And they found that 13%, that's like almost 40% of these, maybe a little bit more, 40%-ish of these supplements contained zero of what they were claiming to contain. Y'all, what? This is where we're putting all of our results in the basket right now. In these powders and in these capsules and in these vitamins that we're taking that we don't even really know if we need. We don't even really know why. Y'all, if you are not consistently sleeping at night, eating breakfast, drinking water, and pooping every day, I'm going to tell you what, the last thing in your life you need is a supplement. You need another thing of supplements like you need a hole in your head. Okay, that means you don't need it at all, girl. You do not need it at all. I will tell you, supplements are great for the last 5 to 10% of results. Notice I said the last. Y'all, if you truly have not been doing the actions that you know you need to be doing consistently, please invest your money in coaching with me. Please. Let me help you. Let me save your life, your time, your energy, and your finances. Please, let me help you. Because the the road of supplements is long and lonely and daunting and annoying and frustrating, and it actually does not work. If the only thing that you're doing to support your health and fitness is taking a supplement, y'all, then we're not doing really anything to support your health and fitness. We're doing something to make you feel like you are. But never would I ever put all of my eggs in the supplement basket. Once upon a time, I did. I spent crap tons of money. I was the person that was buying the fit tea that Khloe Kardashian was promoting on Instagram. I talk about it all the time because it's hilarious now that I, I was like my arch nemesis, truly. Me, me. I've bought, I've bought everything. I've looked at the things like Metrex. I used to take fat burner pills at literally 18 years old. 
That was the only thing I was doing. I was like drinking water and taking fat burner pills. And I remember, and I look back and cringe at it, that I was telling my friends at the restaurant that I worked with to take these pills. Y'all, the pills were 90% concentrated caffeine. They were caffeine pills. And I was telling people to take them. That's how little I understood. That's how little I knew. And that's how much I was just totally whack. Totally backwards. Y'all, I would never, I would never spend the amount of money that I've spent on supplements ever again like that. Not just to only do supplements. I'm going to tell you what, guys. I am not a coach and I am not a human that believes that supplementation is so, 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 so powerful. I think it can be when it's used correctly. I think that we can use food and nutrients and things that come from the earth to help our body in the most functional way possible. A hundred percent, I believe that. But also, it doesn't matter what we're doing. If we're not doing it correctly, it's not going to make any difference. I don't like to incorporate a lot of supplements in my routine. I don't like to incorporate a lot of supplements, especially out of context in my clients' routines, especially when I don't know their labs or don't know their blood work or they're not, you know, vitamin D or iron deficient. No. Y'all, 99% of the things you're buying supplements for can be fixed by having a balanced diet and working out. They are there to supplement your life, your food, and your habits. They are not there to run the race for you, okay? Whew. I'm on fire today, y'all. Do you feel it? Do you feel it coming through your phone? you feel it coming through your car speakers? But my voice is truly tuning out right now. So that means that I'm going to bounce from this and I'm going to leave you with this, guys. I challenge y'all to get a little mini list in your head going. Maybe write it down. Put it in your phone notes of what are things that are like your hard stops? What are the things that you would never do in your health and fitness journey? Even if you're like me and there are things that you have done in your past, but you're not proud of them. What are the things that are your hard lines? What are your hard boundaries? Is that I will never wake up and train first thing in the morning. I will never work out during nap time. I will never do X, Y, Z. What are your actual, and don't be dramatic, but like, or I mean, be dramatic if you want to, but like, I mean, truly, what are like the tangible things that are your hard stops? What are your hard stops? What are your hard boundaries? Get this list working. Mull it over. You might have 10, you might have one, you might have none. Everybody has some. It's just an effort of finding them. And what I challenge you to do with this list, y'all, is keep this handy. Keep this handy. I want you to challenge these beliefs of, okay, I said I'll never work out during nap time. Why? I want you to challenge yourself. Ask yourself, why wouldn't you do the things on this list? And then I want you to keep this list handy for when you are looking to work with a coach for support. The next time that you are looking to purchase things, reference this list. Use this as your guide of who is the right coach for you? Who is the right fit for you? Whose methodology aligns with what your yeses are? What aligns? You can use this as kind of a compass. as kind of like a, an answer key to the test of like, okay, I, I know that I will never do X, Y, and Z. So there's this person I found on Instagram. They're great, but whenever I look into what they believe and what they do, oh, they don't align with this. They want me to buy all their supplements and I don't really want to buy supplements. Okay, that doesn't, that doesn't align. Okay, that's my hard stop. They're not the right match for me. Use this as like a decoder for you to just kind of sift through the crap that is out there and allow yourself 
to know yourself better so that you can do better. Find your hard stops, y'all. What are they? If you do this activity, which I so challenge you to, DM me on Instagram. DM me on Facebook. Truly hearing from the people that are on the other receiving end of this podcast is one of my favorite things. It will eternally bring a smile to my face. I love it. Let me know that you are here. If this episode hit for you, I would love to know. Y'all, I'm sending you love and fairy dust and good juju all up in this podcast today. But guys, I'm going to go hang out with my challenge girls. I'm going to go get this day started. I love you deeply. I love you wide. And I will talk to you very soon. Thanks for being here, guys. I appreciate it more than you know.